and Bitch, the podcast by Jerk Magazine about the things you hate to love and love to hate. And we are two men down. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, sad. So you're going to hear so much of our voices. Get excited. (laughs) I'm Maddie Gore. And thoughts and prayers to Bianca, wherever she may be. (laughs) And thoughts and prayers to Zoe, who is tragically in class. (laughs) Sad. Um, I, before we jump into formal hitting and bitching, would just like to quickly mini-bitch about elevated surfaces. I fell off of one. Hoes love them. This weekend. They, yes. Hence, I was on one. <laughs> and I was stepping down onto the floor, and I missed the floor and landed on someone's foot, twisted my ankle, hit the ground so hard, and at approximately 1.30 in the morning... Had to roll up to the emergency room. And mind you, this is the third time now that I have been on crutches since my junior year of college. So I think that deserves a round of applause. And there's two of us. <laughs> <laughs> the saddest round of applause. <laughs> Thanks, Eric. Oh, thank you oh so God. much. <laughs> Madeline's attacking the microphone. I know. I'm um, aggressive. It won't be us the whole time, but this is how we're starting. So... I guess we'll jump in with our resurgence of preteen faves. The Jonas Brothers? <laughs> I'm so excited. I cannot even begin to tell you. I went to a Jonas Brothers concert once when I was maybe seven, and I pushed my way all the way up to the front. It was the best experience of my life. And the fact that they're back and better than ever, their documentary, it just makes me so happy. And like, ah, we're on like watch. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're on like watch. <laughs> ah, but, um, I, I shamelessly love all their new music. So good. Yeah, and you just can't not love it. It just makes me happy. Yeah, I... What's the... Oh, my God. What is the song with, like, the 80s vibes? Oh, I said my... No, we're bad. We're so bad. Um, The song with the 80s vibes. Shoot. Which... Oh, oh, uh, fuck, wait. That's on my... It's like it's, my... I know. Only Human. That's... Yeah, that's that my favorite song. one, and I feel really bad that I couldn't get it. It's on my playlist. Like... If you can be sexually attracted to a song, it's that song. The second I hear that beat in the beginning, <laughs> woo! <laughs> See, I've never thought about it that way, but I could not agree more. Now that you've put that in my head, I'm so fucked. That's, that's a, like, I just, it was one of those things where when I was younger, do you remember bumper stickers on Facebook? Am I aging myself a bit? I'm bad at social media, period. So you're just talking to the wrong person. It was something from when we were 11-ish, and you could get those ironic stickers that say, like, in my world, everyone's a pony, and we all eat rainbows and poop butterflies. Oh, no, those were on the shirts from Justice, and they make me mad. Or Rar as I Love You and Dinosaur. And I had so many Jonas Brothers (laughs) My computer background was, like, not just their album cover, but I would do the tile setting mm-hmm. on your background so that it would be like a thousand of that album cover because one wasn't enough. No, one is never enough. And so I thought it was a, a rumor when they said they were coming out. Oh, it's music. not. Because, okay, I didn't like Nick's solo stuff. I don't like, I, I understand he's talented. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. It's just not my vibe. Also, I feel like every girl has a Jonas brother. Yeah. What are you? Jo- oh, I'm also so strongly joe yes anyone who's kevin i'm like questioning but like i, I kind of get it in a way i think i was kevin when i was younger in the same way that i was liam during one direction or i was i just kind of wanted to be different be different okay <laughs> i, I didn't do one direction 
I think, no, all of my friends were obsessed and I found it annoying. So I actively decided to hate them. Mm. So I, my dad one day comes home and he goes, I got One Direction tickets from work. And my sister and I were like, we don't want to go. Which, <laughs> Wait, oh, my heart I know, I know. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Same way I hate Spongebob and people freak out. Okay, okay I have I a reason. I have a reason. My elementary school, the spelling bee... Let's run by Tom Kenny, who no. does, yes, who oh, does the, right. we're both from LA. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I know, this is like, wait, he hosted something that I did in middle school too. <laughs> it was a performance to fund the arts, and I don't now hate the arts. Okay, okay, them. okay, but hear me out. So, he would host every year, because his kid went to my elementary school, and he would, like, get up and say, what would he say, he'd be like, Say the word, then spell it, then say the word again, and make a word Krabby Patty. Like, I hated it. I hated it so much. I just I, wheezed from the <laughs> I also think he yelled at me for talking once. No. Because I would get bored. They I were boring. every time a teacher yelled at me for talking in every moment of my academic career. Yeah, and Tom Kenny yelled at me. So, like, <laughs> so I hate yeah, Spongebob. Okay, that's fair. I understand, respect. Thank you. you. You are seen, you are heard. Thank you. Um, I remember the night that Sucker was coming out. My roommate and I stayed up. We were, you know, in a state of mind. We were like, <laughs> okay, at midnight, this is going to be the most amazing experience. And we turned the song on. And I don't even think I realized what was happening. And then 30 minutes into the song, I was like, oh. 30 minutes wait, into the sorry, song? Sorry, 30 seconds. Yeah, 30, <laughs> minutes in. 30 seconds into the song. I was like, oh, wait, the song started. She's like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is a good song. And then it was just... Song after song, it was so exciting. Like I feel like this is a such a treat. Like how often do your preteen faves get to come back? They don't. There's been Harry Styles, but that's a whole different thing. It's yeah. not a resurgence; it's a rebirth, I guess. Uh, and of them all individually, except for kind of Louis, with Louis and also okay. No, the rest of them are irrelevant. Harry Styles is the only no, relevant I one now. I would call Niall relevant. I would. I don't know that I would He's go been that performing. far. He was on SNL this season. Okay. He performed on Colbert. All right. I guess because I don't have a ton of previous One Direction knowledge in me, I pouted through the concert. That I that's hate that. yeah. No, I know. <laughs> I I hate myself for it too. But I was annoyed that I was there because I said I didn't want to go, and my dad was like, "I got these tickets for you guys. Like, you have to go." And. Yeah. I was school, mad. I dropped upwards of a thousand dollars on One Direction tickets. That's sad. Also, Ed Sheeran. <laughs> okay, Ed that Sheeran that I respect. In high school. That I respect. Plus Taylor Swift. I've never seen Taylor Swift, and I really want to. Really, really fun concerts. It seems like it would be. Did you watch her documentaries? No. Of, she's I, not a resurgence. She just is still Taylor Swift. Yeah. Um, but you didn't see the documentary? I know, I need to. I watched it for the second time last night. <laughs> <laughs> it's very good. The documentary I've seen so many times, I think a solid six times, is the Demi Lovato documentary. I knew you were going to say that. I don't know why. Because it's, it's so down. good. Yeah. It's yeah. so good. She, I love her. I, it, like, I have what so much respect for her. lady. And in the second documentary... And she's <laughs> talks about in the first one. She's like, yeah, I, I was. <laughs> I know. She's like, the last time I had a conversation about sobriety, I'd done like six lines of coke beforehand. Mm-hmm. And I feel so bad for. I was so like poor. I mean, I was young, so I guess I don't, I'm not gonna beat myself up, but I was so poorly educated on like 
we thought the drugs were like funny because I think Dare set us up to think drugs could be funny. Honestly, I I don't like the Dare program, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, well, I'll bitch about Dare on another day. Oh, I saw um, a bumper sticker the other day that said proud parent of a dare graduate oh god and i think it's so funny your kid's gonna like rage in college but <laughs> then when people were like oh my gosh it turns out demi lovato was doing lines of coke between takes of camp rock and i was like that's so funny oh my god that's so sad <laughs> i feel really bad i don't think that. i ever thought it was funny Okay, <laughs> perhaps I'm a terrible person. No, I'm I'm definitely I a terrible that. person. I'm an awful <laughs> human being, and that is just a fact. Um. Also, Kesha. Oh yeah, her new music is not doing as well as I would have hoped, but I'm happy that she is back to her self-described um, skank pop. <laughs> her two songs about just being wild that are currently out are my favorite things they motivate me at the gym because she sounds like she's having so much fun at parties and like they work out hard while I'm working at parties <laughs> oh yeah because the two and two definitely go together, go together of course and that's why I'm in good mental health <laughs> <laughs> are you though yeah okay yeah. I don't know I'm just excited that I don't have to only listen to the same old songs to listen to the people that I wanted to listen to all the time when I was in like junior high yeah, no, I, I love Year 3000, and I always will, but it's kind of nice to have a new album to go to. Yeah, yeah, you can also love Roller Coaster, and it feels like we're aging with them. It does, because I feel like they're growing up as we're growing up. Yeah. It's kind of perfect. Taylor Swift is getting angry. I'm getting angry. <laughs> <laughs> Cash is getting better. We're trying to get better. Yeah, she had a like a recovery album, and now she's she's back. But in a healthy way. (laughs) She doesn't have the dollar sign anymore. I, too, am down dollar signs frequently. (laughs) We can really... (laughs) I I do want to get a lip tattoo with the dollar sign. I'm not going to lie. But they're kind of expensive. Lip tattoos? Yes. They're 100 bucks and they fade eventually. I did a fundraiser where the highest student donor got to pick my lip tattoo. Wait, you have one? No, because I haven't been on campus with the person who was the highest donor. And... Um, he hasn't said anything and I haven't seen him. And so I feel bad that I haven't followed through on that, but I will get a lip tattoo. My sophomore year, I did, if I raised a thousand dollars, I would get an auto tattoo. That's why you have an auto tattoo? (laughs) Yeah. What were you raising money for? Camp Kesem. Oh, okay. Um, but. Good cause. Really good cause. That's why I was willing to do it. It's my favorite, it's my favorite thing. It's so important. Uh, but. I think people think that, like, I got drunk after, like, the Duke game. I mean... And was like, ah, go, go see your game. I assumed something more along those lines. Also, this no. is what I want to get currently. I have a hand tattoo. I love it so yeah, much. I love hands. It was a picture of hands. <laughs> you readers. Um, but For yeah. you readers? Yep. Re- people who are reading this podcast. Yep. <laughs> now we know. Well, good job, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Transitions are fun. They really are. Another bitch. Maybe we should... No. It's not a bitch. It's not even a bitch. What it's is a it? hit. I was going to say another bitch. Well, it hits. Well, because everything turns into a bitch. It doesn't matter what it is. That's true. Although I'm not bitching about this resurgence of... No. Our faves. I'm very happy about it. Bitching about my own response to how I treated some of them in my youth. <laughs> um, I guess in a similar vein to music, you brought this up. If you want to be our, be our head... Oh, oh, oh. Is this one? Um, I 
feel very conflicted about the fact that so many artists' estates will release music after they're dead. Mm-hmm. It's nice to hear from them. Oh, it's I was like, just texting you. Hi. Oh, hello. Bianca just walked in. Hi, Bianca. Someone else is here. Oh, yeah, I don't know what to do about that either. My name, that's a whole separate issue. I don't know who I am or what to go by. That's neither here nor there. But, yes, a lot of artists recently have had music released after they're dead, which is kind of nice. Like, it's a hello from beyond the grave, and I don't know, then you don't have to let them go completely. Yeah. Um, Mac Miller, perfect example. David Bowie has had a couple things recently, which... Prince had an album, I think, last year. I really like Mac Miller's album. I like it, too. But it's just so sad, like, knowing what he was going through as he was writing it. Because if he were alive, we probably wouldn't know. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah, Bianca, you said you listened to the album a lot, right? I liked the album a lot. I thought it was really, it was was just really moving to hear his words, like, after he's gone, like, new stuff, too. Mm -hmm. And especially, like, I have, I love him so much. I really wish I got to see him live, but I feel like this is the closest we'll get to that, honestly. Yeah. Which sucks. Same with Juice World. Oh, my God. It's, it does, like, change the meaning of the music afterwards, which I know a lot of times it's like, what do you focus on? How you interpret it or the artist's interpretation, but it's kind of its own third thing where, like, post-mortem, post-humorous, is that the word? Music? Post-humorous. Posthumous, posthumous. Not funny. Um, maybe takes on like a new thing, and I don't know. I art after death. So many. It stresses me out. So many people, like famous painters, became famous after they died. Yeah. Van Gogh, famously. Yeah. <laughs> did suffered. So much. And he now, sold what, like one painting while he was alive? Shouldn't, because sh- it's their work, but they're not gonna get like paid for. I don't even think it's about the money. No. I think it's more about the recognition, knowing that the world loves what you created and that you're important and you matter. Yeah. Which not to say that you don't matter if you're not famous. Yeah. Everyone matters. We love you all, but you just don't. That's what they spend their whole lives working for, and they just never get back what they put in. Yeah, that validation. Yeah. And I think maybe it's also comfort to the, uh, the uh, excuse me, it's also comfort to their audience. It's not comforting when they die. Yeah, I was like, I don't get this. The work comes out, um, and you can kind of still be with them, because people get so personally connected. That's, like, why stan, this, like, stan culture comes along, is because, like, you feel like you know them, and, like, no matter mm-hmm. what they do, they can do no wrong, because they're your Homeboy. Speaking of Stan, also the Eminem song Stan. That's where it comes from. Wait, what? Yeah. I never you're knew a that. Stan for someone. Okay, I don't do the Twitter. He, I don't know the Twitter well. This had to be, I, I just joined the Twitter as well. <laughs> this had to be explained to me. But, I mean, Stan's an incredible song. You, do you know the song? No, I have no idea what you're talking about. It was oh, stuck in my head yesterday and it was really depressing. <laughs> it, it is a really upsetting song about. Eminem, it's a conversation between Eminem, it's all Eminem singing, rapping, whatever. Oh my god, I thought you meant like the Eminem's like commercial. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no, commercial matters. Uh, (laughs) God. And it's a conversation between Eminem rapper and Eminem pretending to be a fan named Stan, writing letters to Eminem as a huge fan, and the letters get get progressively more insane. Because Eminem never answers and he freaks the 
fuck out. Stan loses his shit and he freaks out and he tries to like model things Eminem has said in songs and he throws his girlfriend in a trunk of a car and drives the car off a bridge. Oh, her girlfriend's pregnant. Pregnant. His girlfriend is his pregnant. Girlfriend's pregnant. And he drives it off a bridge. And he's saying all of this through his, like, letters. Through letters to yeah. Eminem. And then... And then Eminem finally answers! Yeah, at the end, Eminem reads the letters. And he responds. And he's like, please don't do anything crazy. But he already did it. Oh, God. And so that's where Stan comes Wait, from. Wait, that's such a dark backstory. Okay. Yeah, so if you stand <laughs> someone, you're willing to kill your pregnant girlfriend for them. Oh, oh God. Okay. And that's a fact. It's <laughs> actually a true fact. <laughs> so um, who do you stand? Uh, I think... Of a celebrity, I, I stand the most probably Adam Driver. I'm so obsessed with Adam Driver. <laughs> I talk about it like it's my job. <laughs> Who do you stand? I am a big Taylor Swift fan. I wish I was there when you talked about it. But <laughs> I, I used to literally since her first, like no, not her first album, not her self-named one, but Fearless and On, me and my mom went to every single concert, like every two years. So I haven't missed one yet. And I go with my mom every time. That's so cute. Amazing. And I met her at the Red at the Red <gasps> concert. She like chose us out of the crowd. I I Fuck literally. You. Was Did you stand the documentary? Did you watch it? I haven't watched it yet. I know. I'm a fake I fan. I watched the Joker yeah. this weekend. I don't yeah. think that's self care. See, no. listen. I no. I need to do it because I need to understand the cultural. I should not do that. <laughs> I need to understand the cultural conversation. That is the verbatim what I said when I went to go see it, and then I walked out of the movie theater. Yeah, but I don't. I'm not gonna pay. <laughs> don't pay. Don't pay. No. I mean, <laughs> praise God that the Joker, honestly, mini hit that the Joker was nominated for 11 Oscars, but only won two. Wait, big hit, Parasite. Thank God. Big hit. Yeah. I loved that movie. I've been hearing a lot of great things about it. Like, I loved can it. Can you tell me about it? it Unofficial was... third hit. Yeah. Oscars. <laughs> Important hit. Um, why, is, why is everyone going crazy over this? Because oh. it's just so good. Like, the characters are so complex and interesting the acting is fantastic unbelievable the story is crazy but like not so crazy that you're like this is unbelievable but crazy enough commentary yeah and it has some it's not it's not a horror film i thought it was gonna be a horror film there are some horrifying parts a couple of parts that (laughs) horrified me no no spoilers but wow yeah it it's beautifully done it's beautifully shot you're stressed or laughing. I would say you're stressed or laughing every other scene. Yeah, like, you feel shit. Okay, I can't wait till it pops it's, up on Netflix or Hulu or something. It's so hard yeah. to explain. I think it'll be a while till it's free, because it was so good, good and big. But it, it's I'll worth, rent it, I'll rent it. It's worth well, renting it if, worth you need it. To, if you need to throw two ninety nine at, at Bong Joon-ho. Yeah, do it. And he he is the best. He's adorable. I know the picture of the two Oscars kissing. I know. It was so funny. And he's like, I want to cut it in five. He was so cute. Oh, it was such a good. I I would have been happy with Jojo Rabbit. I also love that movie so much. I didn't know that I was going to cry like an infant. <laughs> <laughs> it made. I've seen it twice. <sighs> I love it. Why was the little boy not nominated? For an Oscar. I don't know. And also, Yorkie. Can we just take a second? <laughs> He's just so cute and round. They Wait. them on the red carpet. He looks I, like Carl. Not Carl. Um, Whatever the kid from Up's name is. Oh. Is it Carl? Wait. Russell. Russell. Like Carl. Russell. Russell. Uh, Eric. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I. one of my friends sent me a video of them on the red carpet. And they're so... Wait, I will. Yes. Oh, my gosh. They're throwing the peace signs. Have you seen anything about Jojo Rabbit? No, I haven't. 
it was one of the Oscar nom movies, and these are the like stars, these little boys. They're the cutest things. And he oh plays a tiny goodness. little boy who wants to be a Nazi, and it sounds weird to say that. With and Hitler is his imaginary friend. Yeah. Oh, I should not do that. Um, <laughs> no, Hitler is his imaginary friend. And if you can make Hitler a fantastic character, you're doing something right. Oh. And as someone who's Jewish, I feel yeah. like I can say this. Yes. <laughs> I heard something that people who... That I don't know if this is true. I just read it on probably Twitter, which doesn't mean anything. <laughs> but that it was more people who aren't Jewish liked Uncut Gems and thought Jojo Rabbit was anti-Semitic, and more people who are Jewish love Jojo Rabbit and thought Uncut Gems was anti-Semitic. I think I said Semitic. I meant Semitic. I could see... I didn't think of Uncut Gems that way, but I guess it's such a stereotype. It's like a Jewish man chasing like a crystal for me. <laughs> Not oh, also Jewish can't say the that. J- so like, <laughs> if we put this in, I feel like it's fine. We're okay. But we gotta get to bitches because we have limited studio time. And that's the most important part. Yeah, Bianca, this was you, bitches, flex culture, fast fashion. I just feel like it's so normalized to be like, to like, show off your like, two thousand dollar bag and like. Yeah, can you explain uh, flex culture a little more? Flex culture is basically the act of like showing off your extravagant like lifestyle whether it be like goods or like your house or like your car Mm -hmm. whatever this is something that has been new to me just like coming into college but I feel like with the with like Jeffree Star and like those kind of accounts I watched Jeffree Star's house tour his new one and oh my god my jaw dropped multiple times it looks like they put the barns like in his (laughs) fully just in his basement he has like uh, th- no, it's just, it's so extravagant. Mm-hmm. It's so extra. But, like, low-key, I, like, want it. Like, I don't need, <laughs> you don't need, like. But that's what it does. Exactly. It's just an issue, or, I don't, I don't want to go at anyone individually, obviously, but with, like, things, say, the Gucci belt. You you know the one? Yeah. How could we not know the one? Yeah. Of course, of course. And you. It's iconic. Buy it to, like, take an Instagram with it, and nothing against the Gucci belt, nothing against owning it. It's cute. But it's more that it may, it creates this crazy pressure to spend so much money and have to keep spending money because it's, yeah. it's not going to be trending for that long, especially once everyone has it. Yeah. Then it's going to go away and there's going to be a new object. And it's not any individual person's fault. It's this crazy world of advertising and social media where in some way you feel better or worse or lesser or whatever because you don't own something and you feel like yeah. you have to drop money. And like honestly, I kind of I, I I don't I don't want to shame like the subtle little flexes of your like little Louis bag because those no. are those can be honestly like I fuck with that but yeah. <laughs> but like I feel like it's different when like a picture of your <laughs> manicure in front of your steering wheel. So oh you my god, your Beamer steering yeah, wheel yeah. in the summer. Oh god, and your G wagon <laughs> and your freshly done acrylics. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm so I'm so jealous with my yeah. my beat nails and my. <laughs> My acrylics are an <laughs> inch off my cuticle. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, Madeline is flashing the most tragically broken acrylic nail I've ever seen. <gasps> How did that happen? I don't know. I don't oh. know. I was, it was just like a morning. That's and really they're rough. pretty new, too. And I, they're matte black, and they I'm not going to lie. They're really good. They're sick. Other than that, like, one. I didn't notice. You got to just cover. Yeah, I've been thinking of putting a band over it. Don't flip people off. 
which is really hard for me to do as a person. <laughs> it's my defining personality trait. It is what you are. Pretty much. But I don't know. I was getting ready for boxing in the morning. Yeah. And you think it would oh, happen while class? I was boxing. Bad yeah. Badass. I have lost acrylic nails in boxing gloves before. See, no. It was it was while I was getting dressed. <laughs> Ooh. Because I had about five minutes. It was a quick change. I I did not sleep at my own house. And then this kid was driving me to class. Oh, my God. Where did, wait, what do you mean? I, I slept at this boy's, and then <laughs> now, now and we're getting to the real story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then he has a car, and he was driving to class anyway. So I was like, "Can you stop at mine for five minutes so I can change, and then you can just drive me to class?" So he's like, "Sure." So I go, and in that time, keep him. He's so I lost nice. it. Hi, Zoe. <laughs> Zoe's here. Yay, gang's all here. Hi, Zoe. It's nine degrees outside. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> fucking out. cold. It's nine degrees. Madeline cracked a nail at a boy's house. Do you want to be Maddie or Madeline? Decide right I don't now. know. <laughs> what sounds better? You're For in my phone as Madeline, which is why I say Madeline. But. I say, yeah, I say Madeline. I've been saying Madeline, but. Which is weird because you guys are the only people that call me that. And my oh, mom. Fuck. So do you want it to be your podcast persona or do you want to be Maddie? Uh, maybe make Madeline oh. my podcast persona. I love that. Okay. Great, it's happening. Um, wait, did you, I got distracted, did you get to finish explaining how you cracked your nails? Well, I don't know, that's the thing. Oh, it just happened. I found the tip on the floor yesterday. I was like, what am I? <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, so, and they're new, too. So, we have to We're talking about, about um, flex culture My and fast fashion. Beat-ass uh, so, nail. have you guys seen those, like, those, um... Like those, for example, like the Louis V suits that are like the jumpsuits that are just covered in the logos. Yeah. What do you? What do you, what's your takes on that? I, I just don't know. like things covered in the logo. Yeah, it just seems like it's vomiting. Like. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. Louis. Unless you. you're <laughs> Billy in your sweatsuit, I, I'm not that interested. I have a friend who carries a tote bag that she just wrote Chanel on it in Sharpie, <laughs> not I even trying that. to look like. The logo, but ironic fashion is so popular right now that I think at our internship, sometimes people were like, is it Chanel? I was like, no, it's like a dirty tote bag. <laughs> <laughs> a couple years ago for my sister's birthday, I made her Gucci slides, and May? I bought slides online for like $5, and then I went and bought electrical tape and taped the stripes on, and then like wrote Gucci and puppy paint on the side. Oh That's my so funny. That's so funny. See, sick. guys, why spend oh, money can... when you could just do this? Yeah. Like, you yeah. Know? Uh, <laughs> bitch, flex culture hit just making up your own. <laughs> um, okay, do Bianca is do you watch you? Yeah. No, I don't. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm, I'm almost done with the second season, but I, I, I really liked it. Oh no, you're not done with the second season? No. That really hurts this bitch. Really? I. You can, you can spoil it. I don't know. Okay. But wait, God. but are we are we even giving spoilers to the oh to the people? That's a good point. Yeah. No, has you kind of run its course enough that like if you have, I feel seen like it? yes. And also, I was watching it, and then I, I thought it got really bad towards the end of the second season, and I got really frustrated. It got I, weird. But yeah, it got crazy. I stopped watching it and looked up what happened. Oh. And then somebody was like, "No, you have to watch it." So I'm like, "Fine, I'll watch it." And I was still kind of shocked. Okay, spoilers ahead. If you don't want the season finale of you season two. Spoiled. Skip ahead skip like twenty ahead. seconds. Don't don't stop listening. Just skip ahead a little bit. <laughs> um, but they just set up the end to be that the girl is also a serial killer. So obviously he's not going to be in love with her because he's preying on 
like innocent, innocent girls and she's not an innocent girl. Yeah. And so then he can't be in love with her anymore. They're also having also a crazy. child, which is scary. She's pregnant and they're moving to the suburbs. Yeah. Wait, that's not allowed. And then, <laughs> Wait, but that's like a perfect match. No, so but why is this bad? No, because he doesn't want another serial killer oh. because he's a predator. Yeah, and, and also, he can't prey on her. I think he doesn't even know he's a predator. I think he genuinely at this point thinks he wants to better yeah. himself. But you could see him not being interested in her yeah. as much. I've met multiple people that like have a Are really big crush. Coach? No, no, no. Have a really big crush on on Joe. Yeah, it's kind of, I don't love that. <laughs> it's like disturbing. It's but like, like the Ted Bundy thing. Yeah, yeah it where is the like, Ted Bundy. Yeah. If you if you <laughs> take a step back and like, oh my god, he's so hot, it's so funny. But then you take like one more step back and it's like, no, he destroyed families and safety and yeah. murdered people. Yeah. That's why, that's the trouble with making Ted Bundy Zac Efron, you know? Yeah, you know, yeah that was tough. bold. But, oh, so but how I love to see Zac Efron in that light, you know? I thought he did a good job. It's not his fault that he's I guess not. the whole point is that <laughs> Ted Bundy was, like, a pretty yeah, charming that was person, and that's mm-hmm. how he got girls to get in right. his car. But then when people, like, make he's it a so meme high. that Ted Bundy's yeah. hot, that's fucked up. Yeah. He's a terrible murderer are you guys into like the whole like mysterious book reader like persona that he's has going on like you know i mean i feel like no the quiet like no it's kind of tried that's that's like who i dated who is in our next bitch that madeline and i were talking about before this and maybe i'm just jaded and over it but oh wait okay so at the end of the third season yes third house and then it ends with him, like, peering over into the neighbor's yard and seeing another, like, beautiful woman. So he's going to do it he's again. a third season of this. Like, now in the suburbs with a baby. Yes, but yeah, there's a formula a here. Yeah, you can't. You can't do you that can't here. without a baby. Okay, fair. So he's going to go to prison eventually. Like, he, he no. no serial killer is that fucking I think it's, he's going to die. I think it's going to be a Breaking Bad ending. He dies at the end. When does this take place? Now. Now. Serial killers can't exist now. It's almost the old Dan Humphrey, for real. I hated Dan Humphrey. What are you saying? Dan Humphrey was so annoying. He should not have been Gossip Girl. Gossip Girl, so just ignore me. I did not. Did I just spoil Gossip Girl for you? Dan Humphrey is Gossip Girl. Really? Sorry. No, no, no. It's too late for it to even be a spoiler anymore. Ken Badgley is just... It's been so many years. No, but he plays some whack characters. He plays, like, Manic Pixie Dream Boy. Yeah, he does. Did they just spin a wheel and, like, decide who Gossip Girl was at the last Yes, because if you go back and watch, which I frequently do, it makes no sense that Dan Humphrey is Dan Humphrey. Dan, Dan, Dan Humphrey. Humphrey. He's like terrorizing himself, like in the whole like first couple of seasons. Correct. He ruins his own life so many times, and he there are times where like he gets a Gossip Girl alert, and he's like, Ah, <laughs> he's who is this from? Ah. you see well, him get the notification. Is that like Jenny took it over uh-huh. for a little? No, it's season one. Oh yeah, then never mind. So, well, I don't mean to, maybe we're just bitch on Penn Badgley and <laughs> all those poor characters. Even in Easy A, he's harmless, but he's Manic Pixie Dream Boy. He's, he's Woodchuck Todd or whatever the fuck. Yeah, but, but what other roles could you, like, see? Well, actually, I feel like he's a pretty dynamic person, but, like... I'm curious to he see fits, where he, he fits. He does fit a certain mold, you know what I'm saying? Like, he fits a certain persona that you're, like, looking for in, like, creepy guys. I'm gonna call it right now... In 20 years, when they do another Mamma Mia and it's all of their children, Dan Humphrey will be in that. <laughs> and by Dan Humphrey, I mean Penn Badgley. I love Mamma Mia. <laughs> Shamelessly. Of course. Yeah. And it should be shameless. 
I hate to say it, but it cures depression. Like wow. there have been times when I've <laughs> no, there have been times where I've been in depressive episodes, and then I've watched Mamma Mia, watched Mamma Mia two, like listened to the soundtrack for a couple days, and like I'm better. It really is just good. When I walked out of the theater for Mamma Mia two, I was in the best mood of my entire life. <laughs> I sang in the theater. Yeah, and I walked out, and my friends and I were like, "Is there any way we could sneak into another theater and see it again?" Did you? No. So are you gonna watch you? I will watch. Because I think I'm going to watch it. I'm definitely going to watch it. I would lie to I myself. Gotta I got to finish season two it. now. But yeah, I, really, I do There's still watch crazy it. stuff for you to see. Oh. I didn't even know it was a show until a month ago, so yeah. I'm way I behind. I like Love, though, so. Yeah. Well, I kind of fucked with her. I think but do you, it, why? Do you, do you guys think Beck was the OG? I liked the I actress. Liked Beck too. I like that. I like Victoria Pedretti, too. I think she's very talented. Um, even though she's very young. To be dating Penn Badley, who's like in his 30s, isn't he? Um, I feel like I'd totally fall for it. I would not. I would not catch on to the fact that he was a serial killer at all. Like I wouldn't. I'm so like yeah. that shit goes over my head. Like when you oh, talk so to you've had killers. a lot of interactions yeah. with serial killers before. <laughs> no, it was just like like people like lying to me. Like I I don't I can't. I'm not good at picking that shit he's up. Just, like, I'm not he's perceptive like that. Even if he was a serial killer, he's still kind of a fuckboy. Yeah. I mean, in the like, I'm a sad writer. Yeah, oh, I just yeah. keep this he's, is literally just being like, veiled complaining he, about my he's ex. Su- he has such a victim <laughs> complex for <laughs> he has such a victim complex for such a murderous person. <laughs> like, <laughs> hate that. It's very interesting. Um, Wait, honestly, since we're running out of time and we're just talking about boys being annoying, Penn Badley's poor characters being annoying. That was our third bitch. Anyway, um, boys, they're Madeline, dumb. You have a story. Yeah, what? I What's I do story? have a story. And I'm a little concerned that he's going to listen to this. Good. Hi, Madeline's Hello. friend. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So it's kind of a funny, weird story. Sure. Um, so enjoy. I've had to tell it a lot recently. So <laughs> <laughs> there was this boy, and he is a senior, but he has to do his capstone abro- abroad. So he's, like, doing an internship in Boston. Sure. Abroad. Yes. So... We were, we were together for a while last semester, and then I left. Like, I went home for break, and then he just never came back. So it's like, all right, it's over. Sure, whatever. And, like, like I'm leaving, and he was just kind of a dick. I was, like, I was sad, and he's, like, honestly, like, I'm not that emotional about this whole thing. But then, like, I started crying. He started crying. So I'm yeah, like, fuck it, you are. I always cry. <laughs> and then we, like, stopped talking because it was just, like, difficult. And then he would constantly reach out to me, and I'm like, you miss me. And he was like, No. And he's like, that's not what this is. I just want to talk to you. I'm like, I think the two go together. So then I'm like, I try to back off. And he's just like, he didn't miss you. Yeah. Okay. But I'm like, you reach out to me. I don't start anything. Mm -hmm. And like, we would FaceTime and just whatever. And then I kind of gave him an ultimatum of sorts where it was like, if things are still going like this in a month, let's figure something out. Mm -hmm. And he's like, okay, sure. So then we're FaceTiming. Like, how do you feel about this whole thing? And he's like, even if we were here, I don't think I would want to date you anyway. And I'm like, <gasps> fuck you. Oh, my what? goodness. Wow. Yeah. So why is he hitting you up? Wait, so it gets better. Uh. So then it's, like, fine. And he was just, like, really weird about the whole thing. And, like, he said a lot of other fucked up things that I can't even remember anymore. But this just is the standout moment that I just find hilarious at this point. So then, like, I... He, he still, like, talks to me constantly. And then I felt bad because then I started hooking up with someone else. And I got drunk and I told him and he flipped his shit on me. What? Yeah, I know. Trust I me, I know. That's that petty shit. <laughs> he's like, why would you tell me this? I kn- like, I'm constantly terrified of picking up my phone because I'm 
like I think I'll see a text that you're hooking up with someone else and I'm going to be hurt and but confused and have so many questions and I was right because I'm a complete and total wreck right now. So oh. then I was like, you hurt me and you pushed me to move on. Like, this is on you, little bitch. So then... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Here for it. Oh, my God. So then um, he was like, I'm so sorry. And then he, like, texts me after this and it's like, I'm so sorry for everything I did. Like, a whole long-ass apology. And, like, it's like, he sent me texts so long in the past that, like, they, all, they get to a point where, like, I was, I was sending it to someone, and I added, like, another, like, line of my own. Probably, like, one or two lines of text, and it went to the thing where you have to, like, open another page. Oh, wow. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, there was, like, bullet points, and there were, yeah. like, subheads in this text. Oh, it was fucking my God. crazy. So then he's like, I've been thinking about it all the time, and I'm so sorry. I don't know why I acted this way. I don't mean anything. I care about you so much. Like, I like you so much. Like, here are all the reasons why. I'm like, what the fuck? It's, it was kind of sweet. I'm not going to lie. But then he's like, I do want to date you, and um. I don't know if that would work. And we're just in such different places. And I'm like, what the fuck? I was like, had you said this to me like three weeks ago, I would have been all into anything. Mm-hmm. But like, this is a bad idea. So then he, he FaceTimes back me. when you yeah. don't want it. Oh, he so. FaceTimes me crying. Oh? <laughs> crying. <laughs> and like, this boy is just in tears. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. So I started to laugh. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But it's because if anybody it's like funny, <laughs> it's why like, is he crying? Because he he knows he fucked up. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. He, he calls me crying, and he's coming here this weekend, and I have to break his heart Valentine's weekend, and that is that. I feel like with Power something like you. that, it's like I don't even know. It's just it's I don't know. Like if you can't handle this, then you can't handle a long distance relationship. No, oh yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. He is definitely just not, he, he's not, he has to figure out what he wants before he can. Okay, I remember what I was going to say. He can apologize to you, but that doesn't mean that everything's going to be fixed. It's no. like, that's still That's not happened. something that registers with boys. No. <laughs> like, but I said, I'm sorry. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that. <laughs> and like, yeah. honestly, what do you not mean? Even not everything. Like, what no. do you mean I still cheated on you? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I said sorry. <laughs> like, don't, that's the same thing. Okay, <laughs> yeah, but I'm not mad. At all. Like, I know he didn't mean it, and I don't really care, but also, like, I don't really want anything to do with it. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. get it. I get you it. Don't you know, that. we all You're do. young. Yeah. He's, he's still growing up as a person, too. You Boys know? grow up exponentially slower than girls. Yes. They, they're, they're still figuring things out. You gotta... <laughs> they're so dumb. Speaking oh. of dumb boys, you have a good story, too. I just... My quick fuckboy anecdote, because... Uh, just... Oh, fuckboys. I just have been dealing with the same person forever, and I was just telling Madeline earlier, um, I, in the vein of boys, like, not understanding <laughs> how to process emotions when they did something wrong, especially, um, I was dating someone at the end of high school, and then in the most high school way, he w- went to Lollapalooza and hooked up with somebody else at a Red Hot Chili Peppers concert. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> a girl that I already had drama with because he Wait, took her to prom instead of me, whatever. You knew her? Like, yes, I knew her. Oh, that's awful. I she thought it was just some like rando me. in the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah. <laughs> no. Someone knew and he had, like, a history with. Whatever. Oh, so it was, oh, I was ew. rude. It was very rude. And I was 18. Beyond didn't rude. know how to deal with any of it. And so... After it happened, I found out, well, he was on a camping trip, and so I was <laughs> mad, but, but he didn't have Wi-Fi for, like, 48 hours, oh my and God. when he came back, we had a bunch of mutual friends, and I was trying to just, like, move past it, like, whatever, and he, 
told someone that he was gonna like drive his car into a tree. <gasps> and so I had to go like meet him in a park to like make him feel better, which is fucked. And then there, I'm gonna try to explain this well. One of my friends thinks this is the funniest story on the entire planet, and it is funny now. But he told me, now here's how he broke it down, and I know that we're running out of time, so we'll be done soon. But he basically said he hated himself so much. Here are the facts. He hates himself a lot. He cares about me a lot, and he wants to hurt himself because he hates himself so much. So the best way he could hurt himself was to hurt me because he loved me so much that, oh, that was a rude phone. He loved me so much that hurting me was like the thing that hurt him most. That's some twisted logic. (laughs) And you better believe that I thought it was so romantic. (laughs) And that's the most fucked up part. All of we got back together, I I came into college dating him. It's just because (laughs) boys are dumb, but we fall for it a lot. Like sometimes we don't fall for it, but. All Other the time, I feel like when you're too. when you're in the situation, you fall for it. But when you're looking back on it, you realize how dumb it was. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh God. It's okay. We we then broke up a few months later for the um, unrelated reason that he then met someone else again anyway. Oh. <laughs> love, I love college uh, relationships. Like when no, no no high school relationships that enter into college. Oh my god. The ones that oh, just yeah. creep up, you know, make Such their way in there somehow. Disaster. I don't know how people go into I really, college I, dating I, people. I, I don't listen, know. I root for them because if you I, can do it, yeah. Snaps, I tried. I tried too. I feel like it's a very typical thing. It didn't work. I did yeah. not try. Oh god. Oh. And it's cause boys love to the second a girl that they've hooked up with or like kind of dating whatever they love to be like whoa 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 you're being crazy i don't want to date you like and you're like i didn't say anything <laughs> and they love they just want to be like whoa whoa whoa, whoa. I, i'm not looking for anything yeah when they love I to assume the clingy say? in you yeah but no. then they're the ones who go batshit and cry <laughs> sorry man listeners stop crying when it's not your time Cry. Boys should express emotion, but not when it's not fair. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not when it's seeking pity. Not when it's on FaceTime and you tell me you're crying all the time recently, and I'm like, I'm sorry. I don't know how to help you. Go off, baby. Yeah. Go off. <laughs> I'm fired up. Now. This podcast has turned into our, th- our therapy session. It's, it's always done. Thank you guys. <laughs> so much of this episode is therapy, but we kept it shorter. That's good. I'm excited. This is fun. I think we can we pretty much wrap this up and, uh, yeah. does anybody have anything else they wanted to add in on fuckboys no but I will keep you guys updated on what happens actually oh, yes yeah. even if we don't talk about boys again I'd like to have a segment of course <laughs> no because it's, it's not going to end well yeah Oh yeah, we need yeah. we need recurring like updates, please. Because he's coming this weekend. Yeah. Oh, oh. no, he's not. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, he's coming this weekend. Moral of this is spend Valentine's Day with your friends. Tell your friends. Happy Valentine's them. Day. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day. Um, thanks for listening. That's a wrap on this episode. Everybody, enjoy your week, and we'll be back next week. Bye. 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 <laughs>
and edited by Sally Rubin with music by Scott Greenblatt.